Now it's time for Letter to Hong Kong, which this week comes from Civic Party legislator Kwok Kar Kee. This program is a personal view program. Dear Chi Ho, the recent mayhem at Letchco has ushered in the worst time since I became a Hong Kong legislator in 2004. Chief Executive Carrie Lam sent a figurative bill to Letchco after a mere three weeks consultation. The issue of transfer of fugitives to China has been a low-go song for more than 21 years, mainly because we need to build a firewall between the legal system of Hong Kong and the mainland to preserve one country to system. The move arose from a murder case in Taiwan a year ago, the Chang Tong Kai case. In order to send Chen to Taiwan for trial of murder, Carrie Lam's administration, together with the pro-Beijing political party, pushed forward the bill as an urgent matter as Chen may be released from custody at the end of April. In the beginning, this argument was accepted by the people of Hong Kong. As more facts became evident, people thought otherwise. One of the most important was a statement made by the Mainland Affairs Committee of Taiwan government. Taiwan had made repeated attempts since last year to communicate with the HKSAR government, on the murder case, but received no reply. When the Taiwanese government was asked whether they would accept the new amendment bill, the response was simply no. The reason was simple. Under this amendment, Taiwan will be considered part of China in order for the transfer of fugitives to take place. This will put Taiwan in a very difficult situation. Throughout the years, Hong Kong and Taiwan has enjoyed rather good relationship particularly bilateral economic exchange and tourism, without getting involved in the conflict between the mainland and Taiwan. To allow fugitives in Hong Kong to be sent to mainland China is to open a Pandora's box. Although the amendment bill appeared to address the issue of extradition of the murdered suspect to Taiwan, the people of Hong Kong realized that the move will make easier future extradition of Hong Kong citizens and even foreigners to China. Mainland China's legal system is considered one of the worst in the world. Political prosecution, false admittance in front of TV camera, denial of the right to hire one's lawyer, or forcible acceptance of lawyer instructed by the authority are still common practice on the mainland that we in Hong Kong cannot accept. Once the bill is passed, people of Hong Kong as well as any citizens of any countries will be subjected to the political prosecution and sentencing of law court of mainland China. According to the World Ranking of Rule of Law by the World Justice Project, Hong Kong plays 16th and China plays 82nd amongst 126 countries. The rule of law is literally absent in China. The system of law court is under the full control of the Chinese Communist Party. The people of Hong Kong will never willingly accept this proposal to subject Hong Kong people to the law courts of mainland China. The issue of extradition to China had been discussed even before the 1997 handover, but the issue was solved. In order to maintain the confidence of the people of Hong Kong as well as any foreigners who live and work here. The saga of Huawei has told the world that to work and live in China may not be safe, as anyone can become victims of political persecution. Yet this bill will subject us in Hong Kong to a possible extradition and trial in China. It will be the worst ever impact on the rule of law in Hong Kong. The one country, two systems, designed by the late Chinese leader Deng Xiaoping and stipulated in the basic law, is the foundation of the Hong Kong SAR.
the people of Hong Kong and foreigners have the confidence of staying and working here because they believe in one country, two system, or the firewall of Hong Kong. Now Carrie Lam is going to tear down this firewall. The end result will be detrimental to the future of Hong Kong. People are puzzled about the motives of the amendment. Has Carrie Lam initiated this in order to please her Chinese boss and to secure her second term as Hong Kong chief executive? Or it is a move by the Chinese Communist Party to destroy the firewall and to switch to one country, one system. Can we still trust the Chinese Communists and their promise of preserving Hong Kong's status quo for 50 years? Will Hong Kong's system and core values last till 2047 or even next year? The change will certainly jeopardize Hong Kong's position as one of the best cities in Asia to do business. Foreign business associations, including the American Chamber of Commerce, and International Chamber of Commerce of Hong Kong, consulates in Hong Kong, including the British consulate, the US consulate, and the representative of the European Union, have all shown deep concern about the new bill and urged SAR government to reconsider the implication of the enactment of the bill. Even political parties that are traditionally supporters of the Chinese and SAR governments, like the Liberal parties, Business and Professional Alliance for Hong Kong, and the Round Table of Michael Tin, want that the bill will have severe impact on the commercial sector in Hong Kong. Foreign countries that have strong economic ties with Hong Kong, like the U.S.-China Economic and Security Review Commission of U.S. Congress, had expressed concern and worried about the extradition bill would pose risk to U.S. national security and economic interests. In a report, the Commission stated that the bill would increase Hong Kong's susceptibility to Beijing's weak legal system and political caution, leading to a further erosion of city's autonomy. This truly reflects the sentiment. It is crucial for Hong Kong to maintain independent trade status. Any change of this status will pose an unprecedented impact and stifle our economy. The very big turnout at the anti-extradition rally on 28th of April reflected the extent of people's concern and anger. Many pro-Beijing businessmen have openly criticized the government's intention and warned against the passing of the bill. There was a big change as these people have always been on the side of the SAR and Beijing governments on many issues, including the constitutional reform or even Article 23. The business circle of Hong Kong shared their concern Chiu Choi Cheng, Deputy Minister of the Taiwan's Mainland Affairs Council, said earlier that they could arrange for necessary procedures to hand over Chen Tong Kai to Taiwan without the proposed extradition bill. To force through the passing of the bill will take away the foundation for talks with Taiwan in arrangement for the transfer of Chen. Hence, nullify the SAR government's claim that the bill was required for the transfer. The passing of the bill not only will not help but actually forced Taiwan to halt any meaningful dialogue. The move made by the Hong Kong government was absurd and meaningless. The response made by Carrie Lam in Mexico recently did not help. Her arrogant speech and points made during the question and answer sections actually make things worse. Her claims that all opinion against the passing of the amendment was trash talk clearly stirred up the emotion of the city particularly many of the Hong Kong people who did not trust the legal system of mainland. The turnout at the recent Wali was a clear sign that people were very angry about the speech made by Carrie Lam. They realized that the government is not listening and is prepared to force through the legislation despite strong opposition. 
when she took up her terms as chief executive in 2017. Carrie Lam said openly that she would not actively revisit the issue of constitutional reform or Article 23 for fear of further splitting of the society and deterioration of the Sino-Hong Kong relationship. Perhaps she is already calculating her chance of getting a second term that no former chief executive was able to attain after the 1997 handover. I vividly remember the prediction made by the former Hong Kong Governor Chris Paxton before 1997 that Hong Kong would be destroyed, not by other people, but by the people here. Beijing will undoubtedly do whatever it takes to integrate Hong Kong into her system. It will be up to us, who are born and bred here, to defend our core values and system and to hold China her promises. It's a deal between one country and two systems looming. Each of us has to take a stand. There's no escape unless you feel it. I would take a stand for Hong Kong and two system and urge you to do so.